like a summer day A thousand parties if I ever act some type of way We stop and start it, but I guess that's how it goes uh, And lights and garden, so expect a couple Okay, Unbiased Film, episode 24 We are rolling It is Saturday When we're recording this It's probably Monday when you're hearing this It's mm -hmm. a great day, though um, I spent the weekend in Dallas Doing some stuff for the company I'm working for after college And Connor... Got the freaking beta for Anthem. Yeah, I've been playing that Anthem VIP demo for those that pre-ordered or subscribed to EA Origin Access, which now that I'm a gaming PC nerd, I subscribe to EA Origin Access. It's like five bucks a month. Like, nerd. Uh, yep, yeah, you're right. But oh. hey, I got access to the Anthem demo. That, it's pretty fun. Being a nerd pays off. Pretty so. fun. Feeling like <laughs> Iron Man flying nice. around in that javelin suit. Yeah. So. Well, how's your, uh, how was your week? How's your weekend been? Week was short, because we didn't have school Monday, but True. it felt long. Mm -hmm. It was a long it week. It did feel really long. There, I think just, you know, for me personally, at least, with sing and everything going on, it's just been a lot of sing stuff yeah. that's had to, had to get done. So, like, first thing I did today, well, technically the first thing I did today was finish Leon's story in Resident Evil 2 Remake, mm -hmm. which came out yesterday. So Ben and I started playing that last night, okay. or yesterday afternoon, finished Leon's story this morning, and then we're going to play again tonight when he gets back from Dallas at like midnight, because <laughs> we got to play through Claire Redfield's yeah. storyline, but that game is fun. Spooky. The only I think the only Resident Loved Evil I've it. played through, so I played through a Resident Evil, this is going to really, this is going to make me sound like the biggest Nintendo, like... I was about to say dick sucker, but... Fanboy, maybe? Fanboy, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's a better and It's a better word term. than dick sucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I played Resident Evil... Um, whatever one has the eye on the... Don't they all have an eye on the cover? Mm. Or is there one that has the... You know what I'm talking about? Do you know, like... When Revelations. You... Okay, Revelations. Have you yeah. played it? I've not played Revelations. I really Those are co-op, right? Uh, maybe, but I... this one was single player. Okay. Or at least the way I did it. Yeah. Um, I think you can play them co-op. But I had it for 3DS, and I had an attachment to make the 3DS have two joysticks and be like a full like Xbox huh. PS4 controller. Interesting. Yeah. I never used that thing again. Like a waste of $40, essentially. Yeah. But yeah. really fun for that one game. Resident Evil 2 is cool, like, and the faces look good, like, it's a very pretty game. Is that the one in Raccoon City, or is that... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I think it came out in 1998. I was gonna say, it's a really dumb um, name for a city, the more I think about it. And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole storyline of Resident Evil is pretty hokey, but, like, that's what makes it fun. <laughs> right. Like, you know, when we're playing yesterday, like, you meet a character, she says she's an FBI agent, she's wearing, like, a trench coat and sunglasses, but <laughs> it's it's the middle of the night, and it's raining, <laughs> and they're inside, you know, this so it's just all like three reasons. Not yeah, to there, right. There's just things like that, but you know, it's like, well, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. Like she's being all secretive and good for her. So it's yeah, it's it's a fun game. Hopefully, you're gonna be able to try to finish it this weekend, but don't know if that'll be possible. Yeah. Um. Cool. Other than that, I mean, yeah, like school hasn't been bad for me yet, so that's good. Good. That's all I have to say. Well, good. Uh, slate for the day. We've got two, well, a movie review, a show review, and then a lot of good movie news. So, uh, I'm going to be reviewing Glass. I saw that right after watching Unbreakable for the first time, hmm. um, which I think came out in theaters a few days ago, so we're kind of on top of things. Have you seen Split? Uh, I haven't. Uh, okay. Gabby had seen Split, and she was like, it's 
decent. But I like Split. I thought it was yeah. entertaining. Yeah. She was like, you don't need to watch it. I think, and I guess I'll talk more about this later, but I think if yeah. you want to see Glass, I think you need to see Unbreakable. Yeah. I don't think you have to see Split, but also I didn't see Split. But I'm only saying that because I didn't see it and got by fine. Okay. Whereas if I hadn't seen Unbreakable, I know there would have been like a ton of things where I'm like, what, how does this make Like, what is this? You know? But right. we'll give it to that later. Um, so Glass, Connor's going to talk about Punisher Season 2. And then we've got a handful of pretty cool movie news, stuff that we're interested in. Um, so let's dive into movie news. Uh, first up, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is one that really hurts. It's like awesome to think about, but just really, really, really hurts. Is uh, Into the Spider-Verse almost featured the holy trinity of Spider-Men. Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. Uh, so... The movie almost featured the three um, in each of their versions of their wall-crawling hero, reveals director Rodney Rothman. Um, that is such... I think the movie is perfect as it is, so I'm not mad. But also, I hope maybe this is what they'll do in the next one. That'd be because awesome. it's not a missed opportunity because of how well the movie turned out, but it is a missed opportunity just in general. Like, so in the, the post credit scene of End of the Spider-Verse... Spoilers if you haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse. If you haven't seen and it. It's just the post credit scene, so it's yeah. not a big deal. It does not really affect Just anything. keep listening and then go see the movie. Yeah, but like with the Spider-Man 2099 stuff, a funnier post credit scene would have been... If the three of them the were three in, three of them. So yeah. <laughs> but like, oh. that's also a lot. It is a ton. It's a lot to do for a post credit right. joke, you know? <laughs> I don't know. But oh. it'd be funny. It'd probably that movie would have been in a. That would have been my movie of like the decade if that had happened. So funny. Oh, great movie. Go see it. Um, who was the person that they revealed at the end of that? It was more spoilers for Spider Man. No Spider. It was twenty ninety nine Spider Man, right? <laughs> Miguel. I don't know his last name. <laughs> That'll be cool. I, I, I don't know anything about Spider Man twenty ninety nine. So. I don't know anything either, except that just that I've used his suit and like Ultimate Spider Man, Spider Man Friend or Phone, a few other games, but. Um, what I'm wondering is what direction they're going to take Miles Morales in with that. Cause I'm assuming he'd still be the main character. Maybe it'd be like a dual main character type thing with him. And, uh, who was the, what's the name of the guy who plays Miles or not Miles, but Spider-Man 2099. Like the, the character, mm-hmm. Miguel, Miguel. Um, I think that'd be awesome. If it made it like a year later or something. And so like yeah. Miles is kind of like coming to his own, but still like goofy Spider-Man. I want more Gwen. Want because more, she's hot? More spider. She's hot, but also, like, <laughs> she's a cool character. She is. And I really like I, I really liked their dynamic. No, they had a great dynamic. And, and how I... they, like, she didn't, like, she decided she didn't want to have friends anymore, and then they become mm-hmm. friends at the end. Like, that's kind of her character arc. Is she had a great character Learning arc. to have friends again. And, yeah. Uh, so I, I really hope she's back. And also a really movie. compelling world, because, like, her, Peter Parker, died. Yeah. And was, like, her best friend. Right. Um... No, Spider-Gwen is awesome. Um, God, I love that movie. So good. I want to go see it again. I almost saw it again right before it went out of theaters, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to outright buy it on Blu-ray as soon as it comes yeah, out. Yeah, as soon as it's Like, available. I want the physical copy, just. I think I might get a physical copy, too. <laughs> yeah. Which is like a bit, this is so sad, and like, I feel like a, just like a tech brat for saying this, but to go buy a physical copy is like a big deal now. Oh, yeah. Um, But I got to have it, that. I'm, like, yeah. debating whether or not to get a physical copy of Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. I feel like I should. Yeah. 
feel like I should. Looking back, I kind of wish I got a physical copy of Smash, but I just wanted to. Pl- I wanted to play it that yeah. instant, so there was no way. I was- nah. Like I had a friend who got his Smash copy delayed two days, and he got it from Amazon. And I was just making fun of him the whole time. I'm like, yeah. I'm just playing this game online right now. I and never. You- or an idiot. I never order physical copies from Amazon anymore for video mm-hmm. games because freshman year when I ordered the Fallout 4 Collector's Edition off Amazon, it showed up like a day late. The one with the pit boy? The one with the pit boy showed oh. up a day late. And I was so mad because yeah. like, I was so excited for Fallout 4 and I wanted to play it like on launch day and it wasn't going to show up I on launch day. I so bad. And so Tuesday morning when the game came out, or, like Tuesday when the game came out, that morning at 6 a.m., I didn't have class till 11, but I got up at 6, drove to the nearest red box mm-hmm. so that I could just rent it for the day <laughs> and start playing that yeah. morning, and then my copy showed up the next day. But, right. yeah, that's why I don't do Amazon anymore. Dude, think about think about how privileged we are now with all the things you can do online, what it's going to be like when we have kids. That's yeah, terrifying. That is, it is actually, <laughs> t- like, the phone's gonna, probably just going to be like a part of your glasses or contacts, and they're going to be like... Augmentation. You had to like carry on things in your pockets. That's awful. Cybernetic implants. Dude, I want some cybernetic implants. I wouldn't mind it. I mean, think about all the I mean, you see this in Black Mirror Explorer, but like if I could just have contacts on that showed me info on anything. It's like you don't even have to learn anymore. Not that that's probably not a good thing in the long run. That's probably a bad thing, but like I could be knowledgeable on anything. Right. Just by having like the I'll tell you all about the Pyramid of Giza. I know everything about it. <laughs> just read the Wikipedia page. The Wikipedia page, page yeah, in front of AR. my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where we started. Spider-Man. Good movie. Go see it. Um, next piece of news. Just rolling through these. These are Okay, so actually, we have two pieces of news for the Batman. Matt Reeves, the Batman. I'm sorry, uh, what film? Uh, this film that doesn't really exist... It is probably never going to come out. (laughs) It will start filming by November of this year, which is probably not at all. But we're going to talk about it. I think I remember reading an article like that, too. We're going to talk about it just because it's an interesting idea. So Matt Reeves directed... um, What else has he done, by the way, before... Uh, Planet of the Apes trilogy, the most recent one. Ooh. He could bring an interesting idea I don't think he did the first one. But I think he well maybe he did the maybe he did Rise I'm pretty sure he did Dawn and I know he did War for the Planet of the Apes was Dawn the one that was really good or was it War uh, both are good okay. War was the one that was like really really good okay that was the third one that, that had that had um, um, Woody Harrelson in it didn't it or was yes that, the third yeah. one had Woody Harrelson yeah. good movie anyways so the Batman first off is no longer called the Batman what was it called they're dropping the just calling it Batman so not Batman which I think is really stupid. Because the Bat... The Batman? I like the Batman. I right. prefer the Batman. Because it's like... For me, it connects more to real world. Like, what would they call this thing? And I guess... Right. Imagine superheroes didn't exist in our world, so we didn't have a concept of Batman. It was like, that's the Batman. That's the Batman. Yeah. And I, I like it in both movies or games mm-hmm. or even shows when other characters call him right. the Batman. Like when Joker says, it, like, we have to kill the Batman. Yeah, because it makes him sound so much more intimidating. Yes. Rather than... Because yes. as the Batman, he's like... He's a thing. He's a, yeah. he's not. I mean, he's like an idea. He's a symbol the way he wants to be. Whereas if he's just Batman, he's just a character. He's right. just a person. When I the, think of the, the Batman, Batman, he's a legend. When I think of the V Batman, I think of like dark suit, brooding figure, maybe a Batman penis. When I think of <laughs> Batman, I think of like Adam West, nineteen sixties tights. You know, yeah. yeah. Those are two extremes, and very nitpicky. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't disagree with the Batman uh, name change, but um, 
Oh, so it may not just be Batman, but they are dropping the Batman. So we'll see what the title is. But the other part of that was... It should be Batman something. Yeah. I, I hope it is. Yeah. I hope it's Batman colon mm-hmm. Court of Owls. Batman Forever 2. I'd be in. Don't get me excited. That'd be an acid trip ride, dude. Oh, man. Uh, anyways, as you can see by my computer, Connor, the other piece of news is that one of the main villains is going to be Mr. Cobblepot. The penguin. The good old penguin. The good old penguin man. The penguin. What if they just... Penguins? Interesting. He's always a weird choice, you know? Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they would do with that. I know. I wonder how ugly they're going to make him. In the last one that he was in, he was ugly. Batman Returns? Yes. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Woo. Yeah, he's gross. But that's also, like, that... I mean, that's Tim Burton. It's a mm-hmm. very particular style. Right. Oh, man. Penguin. How do you make a grounded penguin? You know, why would they even be grounded at this point? They don't need (laughs) to be. Like, after Justice League. Yeah. At some point being grounded. Yeah, Penguin's fine. I would have liked to see a Mr. Freeze. I would have liked to see a good... A good Mr. Freeze storyline. Mr. Freeze. where Where they really develop him as a character and his motivations of, like... I'm doing these bad things, and I'm stealing this technology. I'm yeah. robbing these banks so that I can find a cure to sickness. Oh, my and wife. another thing: don't use Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, don't use Arnold Schwarzenegger. Definitely. Yeah, but just like you know, if they if they had Mr. Freeze as the villain, it just really took the time to develop him and his right. motivations of like, yeah, I'm doing these bad things because my wife is dying, and yeah. I don't want to lose her. It's the same thing. That's as like, cool. <laughs> like that's a good, I don't know, good villains that have good, not good motives. Yes, exactly. Yeah, villains. I need to stop doubting myself. Yeah. Villains that do are, that are doing bad things with good motives are the most compelling, right? Because it's like I, I disagree with what you're doing, but I get your motive behind it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Uh, it's like Thanos. Yes. It's like maybe I don't agree with what you're doing, but like <laughs> yeah. I I understand. Yeah, yeah I get you're trying you, to yeah. save people by murdering billions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting, we'll, we'll get to that when I talk about Unbreakable and Glass, but, um, yeah, so that's what we've got. We've got Penguin. I'm interested to see how they do it. I don't know who they would use. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm very worried about this film. I just think it's short people when I think of the Penguin, mostly because they used Danny DeVito in the last one. He's always been short. Oh, my God. I don't even think Ben Affleck's going to be in this movie. I highly doubt it. I don't know if I want Ben Affleck to be in this movie at this I, point. I, I kind of don't either. I kind of want them to just reboot their current DC yeah. Batman with this. Why not? Cast someone new. Take him away from the EU. Give me a give me Army Hammer as mm. Bruce Wayne. That's what I want. I want. Army Hammer. Yeah, that's not a bad take. What if they just went the exact opposite direction with Penguin and gave us like The Rock as Penguin, just like someone huge and like good-looking, that, muscular? That would be uh, very different. Says. <laughs> I would prefer The Rock to stay out of my Batman films. I Fair. love The Rock, but Fair. he can he can have his Shazam. He can be in his Shazam movies. Yeah. I could see a more grounded Penguin if they just didn't make him so grotesque. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just make him a normal guy that kind of has a pointed face like a Penguin and maybe is like... Did you play Batman the Telltale series? Like the I first did. Season? My, my brother did, so I've seen a little bit so of Penguin, it. So Penguin's in that, and mm-hmm. they actually... I thought they handled that very well. Hmm. He's just like, he's a, you know, he's a criminal. He's a thug. Right. That starts recruiting people. And he was like one of Bruce Wayne's former childhood best friends. 
Like it was just a very interesting take on Cobblepot and the Penguin. Mm. And oh, I would like to see them explore. Was that. it in that that he had like a pretty updated Penguin logo that would go with stuff, or what was that? He had like a full like mask that he wore. Oh, that's cool. He had a mask that had like a beak and mm. everything, and so like you saw his face when Bruce and Oswald Cobblepot would interact, but yeah. when Batman would interact with him, he had like the mask on and everything. It was cool. It was, it was just different. It was interesting. That is interesting. Telltale Batman was cool. They yep. did a lot of cool things in that. Um, anyways, the movie may never, may or may not ever come out, so uh, yep. there you go. Next piece of news, John Wick 3 trailer thoughts. Wanted to hear real quickly what you thought of that, considering that is, you're a big John Wick person. I've only seen the first one, but... I watched the trailer just once, um, but... Really liked it. I'm trying to think if I texted my other John Wick friend about it. Um, I love the poster. I know that's not the trailer, is but the, the first horse? thing is first thing that's coming to my mind is the poster. No, it's the one where it's like him and then like a hundred people pointing oh. a gun at him, and he's like in the corner, and they take yes. out most of the poster, right. and they're all just pointing their guns at him, which was very similar to the poster they did for two, mm-hmm. where it's like his face in the middle, and then just around him or like arms reaching out pointing guns at his face yeah and it was so it's similar to that but um i don't know you you tell me what you thought of the trailer um oh that's dope that is cool for the audience the poster looks cool as you can hear me kind of fawning over it (laughs) there's some people that are it's just like everyone's so crowded like look at this guy yeah he's just like "Eh." (laughs) it's like putting his gun above people's head he's like I think the action, I mean, the action they showed in the trailer looks awesome, yeah. but uh, at the same time, it's just another one of those movies where I, if they release another trailer, which I'm sure they will, mm-hmm. I probably won't watch it. Okay, you don't want any I, more story. I don't want to know anything yeah. else. I've started to get like that. Um, I've just watched, gotten that way more and more. <laughs> yes. We watched the other night uh, a decent movie. It was pretty funny. It was uh, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. The Nice Guys? Yes. We watched that during Sing yeah. That was my movie that I picked. I love it. I enjoyed movie. it. I think it's so funny. It is hilarious. Like, like it was hilarious. It's well written. It's really well acted. Like it, it was such a weird like <laughs> plot wise. I was like, I had no idea what was going on until the end. Which right. Is like, I feel like a lot of those like kind of that style of movie, the neo noir, neo noir in quote, air quotes, yeah. is um, is like you don't really know what's going on until the end. But yeah, it was hilarious. It's so funny. the fact that he's just like a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Ryan Gosling is the whole time. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. I love the part where uh, whatever his name is, like Big John or Little John, the assassin shows mm-hmm. up at the house, and Russell Crowe's like up against the wall, like the window's like right here, so he's like crouching down, and he's like looking around, gossling, like you know, like throw me a gun, oh, whatever. He, just he throws, throws it out the window. The window. He's like, Shit! Yeah. <laughs> it's just so. It's probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh, it's just so, so funny. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like. He shows him the business card that he created for them. He was like, "I'm no, I know that you look like a Filipino man, but yeah. I promise this is a good thing." Yeah. Um, what? Why did I mention that movie? I don't know. There's a reason. What were we talking about before? We were this? talking about trailers and why we don't watch them as much anymore. The whole point that I was making to that was that we started to watch the trailer before, and as soon as I got the vibe of the movie, I was like, "I don't want to see anything else. Like, I just yeah. want to watch the movie. Yeah. I do not care to know anything else." Yeah. Like the Mads Mikkelsen movie mm-hmm. I was telling you about earlier, Polar. All I know is he's like an assassin, and he kills people. That's all I know about the movie, and I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> I'm in. I don't want to watch a trailer. I'm not going to look at reviews. Yeah. I like Mads Mikkelsen, and he's going to kill some people, so. So that's out on Netflix now? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably going to watch that, too. That's something. Mm. 
That sounds really good. Sounds good. Yeah, that might be what I'm doing tonight. Uh, so yeah, John Wick trailer three. I loved it. I what was great for me was like not having seen two. It didn't really matter. I was just like, oh, it's John Wick, and he's being hunted again or hunting people or who even. Knows. That's right. You don't even know what happens in, th- in two. No, I don't at all. Which would probably have increased like how much I enjoyed it. But, yeah. Uh, and then just the part in the horse. Which one? I'm like, okay, not that like Peta. I hope you're not listening to this, but like, why why wouldn't have the bad guys just shot the horse? Then he's immobilized. Maybe they're good bad guys, and they don't want to kill animals. <laughs> I don't know. Animal cruelty could be. There's that part. Uh, is he on the horse or is he on a? Is it in the trailer where he's on the motorcycle? Mm-hmm. That looks cool. All that interaction. Yes. All that violent or not violence? All that action. Yes. That's sweet. Um, yes. I don't know, it's been, you know, been a few days now since I watched it, but I am excited. I'll pretty much be excited for anything that Keanu Reeves is in at this point. He's one of my faves. I just love, like, you talk about not a one-hit wonder, he's he's a multiple-hit wonder, but, like, just the the autonomy that the Matrix gave him to do kind of... Not that he's done anything crazy, but he made some pretty... He's made some bad movies over oh, yeah, the years. For sure. But that carries in my in my mind where I'm like, I'll watch anything that he's in. Mm-hmm. You know, I just and he seems like a good guy, and everything yeah. I've heard, he's apparently a super nice guy. He just like, seems like a very normal dude. I mean, in in one sense, yeah. In another sense, he's also a very weird guy. But like, right? He seems just like a nice guy. You know, dude. Watching like interviews with him is pretty funny because he's yeah. pretty weird. Yeah. Weird. But have you seen the videos of him like training for John Wick and no. stuff? You gotta he's do, there's videos you can find of him doing weapons training and stuff, oh. and it's awesome. I love like it's so cool. Stuff, yeah. There's like a three minute video of him like essentially just like picking up an assault rifle, like aiming it, like mm-hmm. you know, firing it, but not really firing it, and then like doing the quick unload, like reload, just all that stuff. And, yeah. and, and like combat training, like it's just oh, awesome. It's awesome. You gotta to watch. respect people that that and I'm sure maybe he uses stun double at times, but like I respect, as weird as Tom Cruise is, speaking of which, weird people, I, I respect him so much that he does his own stunts and yeah. that he trains for that stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, like that is its that is a whole job, career, occupation is stunt double. Right. And he is an actor and he does that as well mm-hmm. and trains for both. I mean, which, he trained to fly a helicopter for so Mission Impossible, which is insane. You could have just seen, like, I know they did CGI a lot of that, but, like, you could have just CGI'd all of that. Yeah. He didn't need to learn how to fly a helicopter, no. but he just wanted it to look realistic and probably also to fly a helicopter. What a cool dude. Yeah. What a cool dude. Yeah, every, Tom Cruise is weird, but. Cool oh, he's dude. weird. You know, every time I think about him, the first thing that. T- the, the first thought that pops into my head is just the tooth in the middle of his face. Yeah. Space. Yeah. It's hard to unsee. I'll never get, I'll never get over that. It's and you can never unseen. tell which side it should be on because they're all kind of symmetrical. So it just looks like he has three front teeth. Yeah. You know? Um, talking Tom Cruise. This has been Talking Tom Cruise <laughs> with Colby and Connor. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Last piece of movie news, and then we will move on to our two movie reviews. It is Pikachu, Detective Pikachu specifically, which one I'm I have gotten more excited for. There was a uh, a trailer in one of the last NFL games, like the playoff games, that was like a little bit extended, okay. or not extended, but just different shots of the movie, which were really cool. You saw like Mr. Mime outside of that creepy uh, basement that he yeah. was in, and he looks like a little bit more normal. 
not much more normal because he's Mr. Mime. But um, <laughs> we got some new news on it. The main villain. The main Pokemon villain. I don't know if there's going to be like a human villain. Um, yeah, I'm sure there is. Give a guess. I'm not super familiar with my Pokemans, but... Mm-hmm. It connects back to one of the original movies. Mewtwo. Precisely. Is the villain? Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's, that's good. For that's me, fun. Like, that hypes me up. Yeah, like, that's exciting. That's awesome. Especially because... I don't know... I, okay, my knowledge of Pokemon canon is bad, but I think he's always is able to communicate like human language. You know how most yeah, Pokemon he's, are? He's, he's psychic, right? Yes. I think Mewtwo's psychic, so I think he can just talk to you. Right, which is because like, there's quotes from him before. Yeah. As we know. As we, um, as we know. Yeah, as we know. One um, of those famous... God, what is that quote? Um, it's, it's, it's like a meme, but like... Yes, it's like... Uh, the, the whole point of it is, like, the circumstances of one's birth do not define do, you. It's what you do with the gift of life that defines who you are. Yes, exactly. Man. God, Pokemon! Or, uh, what? Or Mewtwo. Yeah. Is that, is that, that's from the first movie, right? Yes. God, I haven't oh, seen yeah. that movie in forever. I mean, like, mm-hmm. 17 years, maybe. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it since, like, 2001. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be a good movie to watch drunk, honestly. It would be. It yeah. really would be. Um, but, yeah, that pumps me up, and that's all the news we got. Um, I'm going to review Glass real fast. Um, I'm going to have to head to dinner soon, so we can talk about Glass, we can talk about Punisher. Yeah, I can um, do Punisher so quick. Yeah, I can do Glass quick as well. What I will say is, honestly, I would rather talk more about Unbreakable than Glass. And I and I really enjoyed Glass. Glass has been getting some really good reviews, some mediocre reviews. Um, so here's what I'll say about it. This isn't just my general review. I'd give it a seven, maybe a week or seven. Um, but I think for me, Glass was so supported by the fact that I had just for the first time seen Unbreakable the literal day before. Mm. So Gabby and I watched Unbreakable, and then the next day we went and saw Glass at the movies. And so I'll talk about Unbreakable first and why it made me enjoy Glass so much, because I think if you see the two in tandem... It's, like, such an enjoyable experience. And probably was split as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Unbreakable, which, for most of you listening, you've probably seen this, and it's like, why am I updating you about a movie from 2001? What I enjoyed about it so much is the fact that the superheroes were, gra- like, as grounded as possible. It's like, the whole premise is, if there were to be realistic superheroes, like, people who just haven't really unlocked their superhero yet because they it's just normal human life... Mm-hmm. Um, but what if there are actual real superheroes? So you take Bruce Willis, who these are spoilers for Unbreakable, not really, uh, who has never been injured before, yeah, and has miraculous miraculously survived many, many, many different like life threatening things. Like a train crashes and he's like two hundred something people die, and he's the sole survivor. Right. Um, That's how the movie starts, right? That's yes. how Unbreakable starts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I watched it over the summer. Yeah. Um, and, and so you know how it ends, right? Because the, the ending was a pretty good twist, it's you know? It's been a while. Um, so how the, person, the person causing everything that had happened was... Golly, yeah, I don't remember much of this movie. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll talk about it in the spoiler zone. Uh, Glass, here's what I would do. If you if you really like uh, M. Night Shyamalan, um, which I enjoy him, uh, 
I would go and watch Unbreakable. I would say even if you want to make a weekend out of it, go and watch Unbreakable, then go and watch Split, and then Glass is just such a fun ride. It's a fun ride. If you love those like turns of the kind of psychological thrillers, it's got that. I mean, it's it's a it's a Shyamalan movie like to the T. Cool. Um, so really enjoyable if you've seen the two or even just Unbreakable. My one caveat would be I would see I would absolutely see Unbreakable. Um, like you need to see it before you see Glass. I don't think you can enjoy Glass without it. Yeah. Um, and Split probably makes it even better. I didn't see it, but I bet it makes it even better. Right. So that's my spoiler free. Spoiler zone. Just don't, just don't zone. spoil. Don't spoil glass for me. I'm not going to spoil glass okay, for you. Okay. I'm going to spoil Unbreakable because you've already seen it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so this is spoiler zone for our glass. Refresh me. Uh, so at the end of it, remember. So Mr. Glass, played by um, Samuel Samuel Jackson. So he is obviously breakable. Right. Like it, all those bones break. He has some sort of bone deficiency. Yeah. Um, but he's extremely smart. Mm-hmm. And so he believes that comic books are really just uh, a depiction of what our actual lives are like, but to the extreme. It's mythology. It's mythology, especially. It's, used, it, I use that in a paper exactly. this semester. <laughs> it's storytelling of what people have seen in the world somewhere yeah. at some time. Um, and the media, not the media, I guess just companies and, and uh, other things like that have simply taken that and made money off of it, but they're actually real things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he has this obsession and so the entirety of Unbreakable is this, is this dichotomy of like, well, he's got a lot of evidence. Bruce Willis has like never died and never been hurt, but also like there's just there's the right amount of evidence to where it's also unbelievable. It's like believable but unbelievable. And so yeah. the whole time, you know, um, Mr. Glass is completely convinced of this, um, and uh, Bruce Willis is not convinced at all, but is like. But, all, but, like, I've never been hurt before. Like, I don't get it. Right. Um, He's just, like, struggling with, like, there's no way this could be real. Uh-huh. But at the same time, all these things have happened to me. Exactly. So it's, it's like, it's almost like that this isn't a realistic depiction of if we had superheroes, what their origin would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end of the movie, the twist is after uh, Bruce Willis kind of goes on his one raid where he, like, saw, I think he saw a convict that had, like, killed some parents and tied up the kids and was just like using their house. That's right. Yeah. So he goes and beats him up and like, there's a whole epic fight. He gets tossed to the pool. Mm-hmm. But what you find out at the end of it is he goes to visit Mr. Glass and Mr. Glass had caught, has kills, has killed thousands of people because he's been searching for a superhero. That's right. Yeah. So he's been searching for a superhero. And so he killed all the people on the Bruce train, Willis's train yeah. and on this plane and like, all these other things which have just been like a plane crash or a natural disaster, like he caused them. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a cool twist. And the movie kind of just like cuts off. Here's an interesting piece I didn't talk about with uh, the news. M. Night Shyamalan has, has had the ending to Glass planned since the finishing of Unbreakable. I love it. I love hearing stories like that. You know, it's just I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> and I read into it too. So he, I mean, he made some real stinkers like uh, in the mid 2000s um the village oh yeah he lost a lot of money <laughs> avatar um, and things started to look up for him when he made split and i think the visit the visit is awesome yeah. have you seen the visit i haven't seen it you don't like horror though no so i probably won't see it yeah dude <laughs> but, the visit oh the visit's good yeah oh it's good man um i remember elizabeth and i started watching that and we were both freaked out and so mm-hmm. she wanted to stop so 
we stopped it and then I restarted it like the next day with Ben and he and I finished it and man it's good um yeah no chance to ever watch it but good to know that that's good good movie <laughs> the whole point of that is uh so he got himself into some serious um I don't know about debt but he like financial put, trouble he got into financial trouble and put his like whole estate like as collateral or as a, I forget what the financial term is to make split and then I think may have done it again to make him break. So like he has put kind of his life savings on the line to make some of these movies. I think I heard that. I, yeah. He fully, I think he fully funded glass mm-hmm. and then brought it to a studio or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. I think it was like 50 million and he, and he, he raised a lot of the money, yeah. granted, but like he also used a lot of like the things that he owns is like right. collateral. But um, anyways, I think it turned out great. Does that have a good ending? Um, glass. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it's got the typical twist where it's like, Sweet. awesome. Sweet. Didn't see him coming at all. Yeah. And then another one, didn't see it coming at all. Good. Which okay. is great. Um, and, and, and what it adds, what adds to glass and the reason I enjoyed it so much is it keeps the same, um, premise of like, yeah, you guys are superheroes to the viewers, but also it's unbelievable. You know, so there's like in the movie, you see the doctor who I can't remember who she's played by, but the same person from Bird Box who dies at the beginning, the, her sister, Sarah Paulson. Yeah, Sarah Paulson. So Sarah Paulson is this doctor who's like trying to fix them and is like, what you guys have done is like awesome, but it's not, you're not superheroes. We're trying to fix you of this mental illness. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of where the movie starts and it's awesome. It's just so enjoyable. I will so say. So, do they explain how Bruce Willis is in this hospital or whatever? Yes, they do. They okay, do. Okay, because in the end of Split, the post credit scene of Split, I think it's the post credit scene, it, and that's when people figured out that mm-hmm. they were, you know, set in the same universe, right. is because they're in a diner and there's, you know, a news report going on and Bruce Willis is in there mm-hmm. and he says something. I don't remember what he says, but yeah. that's how people realize, like, oh shit, this is <laughs> unbreakable. I know. Well, that, and, and not having seen, uh, Split, I was like confused. I was like, so did he just take two of his universes and just throw them together? Because mm, yeah. if so, props to him. It's kind of cool. Uh, but no, it, it explains it perfectly. Because the movie starts out and he's not in jail. He's like living his life. And then there's a way that all of that happens. Okay. Um, cool. Because uh, whatever his name, Kevin, is not in jail either. Right. Um, but I think Mr. Glasses. Yeah, the Beast. Um, Dude, James McAvoy. McAvoy? McAvoy? I think it's McAvoy. James McAvoy did amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. Amazing. And so there was a few things. The only two things that I really had problems with were it definitely hit lulls at times, but I'm just so engrossed by that that small movie world that he's made. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm sitting through this. This is still interesting. Yeah. Um, Really good cinematics, awesome fight scenes, like lives up to expectations in all those ways. There's definitely more action than. than Unbreakable. But, I mean, again, that was in 2001. Yeah. Um, the other thing is they make... they make People have actually complained about how human they made the Beast. Not the not the Beast personality, but the, the original personality of uh, Kevin, I think was his mm-hmm. name. Um, but I enjoyed that. I was like, I mean... I, I don't know. I thought it was cool. People were upset because the, the this is actually why because of the multiple personalities disorder and the way that that was portrayed in the movie, oh. which I get, totally get. Sure. But like, it's a perfect vehicle for showing someone that's like a bunch of different people. Yeah. It's just like the perfect vehicle, right? And especially in a world where you want to make this stuff believable, mm-hmm. it's like 
the, it's for sure a stretch of the imagination, but like he wasn't meaning to offend anyone by using it. Yeah, you know? it, it was yeah. it was for a horror movie, and now it's for a kind of thriller fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it was also just really cool and had great twists. Good. So having it, since you've seen both of them, definitely worth a watch. Okay. I might refresh yourself. Oh no, you said you'd seen Unbreakable recently, so yeah, I would just go see it. I may need to watch like a recap video on Unbreakable because yeah. I I did watch it over the summer and I just I just don't really remember a ton. Yeah, but, but that's Glass. You want to talk about Punisher 2? Yeah, I'll talk about Punisher Season 2 real quick. So, Punisher Season 2 came out, uh, like, a week ago, pretty much, from yesterday, since we're recording this on Saturday. came out, like, January 17th, I think. Um, And I'm, you know, Punisher has not been canceled yet. Good. But (laughs) I, you know, considering Daredevil was canceled, I think Punisher may get canceled, Mm -hmm. um, which is unfortunate, because Season 2 is awesome. And I think season two really, really establishes Frank Castle as the Punisher. Good. And it's awesome. The body count, way higher than season one. <laughs> like, so many people dying that it, not in like a bad way of like, wow, all these people are dying and I don't know who they are. Like, yeah. this, these deaths don't mean anything. It wasn't that. It was just like, oh, wow, he's killing a lot of people. <laughs> This is really cool. It, I mean, it is bloody. Like, I think bloodier in season one, bloodier in anything in Daredevil. Do, does any, are there any characters that cross over? Maybe even smaller characters? So there is, is that a spoiler? No, not, it's not a spoiler. Karen okay. Page shows up. Okay. Um, which she played a big role in season one of The Punisher. Okay, cool. Um, so she up, shows up briefly in season two. Um, Madani, um, the Homeland Security agent, she's still in there. Uh, Mahoney? Mahoney? I think it's his name? The, you know the black cop in Daredevil? That yes. they work with sometimes. Yeah. Mahoney is like friends with Foggy and mm-hmm. everything. He's He plays a bigger role in Punisher season two. Okay. Um, and honestly, like the first episode is... I think the best episode actually yeah. of the whole season. Um, it starts off just like really, I don't want to, mm, I'm trying like not to spoil it. It starts <laughs> off way happier than you expect. Okay. And then things just go wrong from there. Awesome. But, but like it was really, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to speak. <laughs> the first half of the first episode is the happiest of the, like the entire season. Like, that's as happy as it gets. Dang. Everything gets... Like, things just go bad from yeah. there. And obviously, there's lighthearted moments right. sprinkled throughout. But, like, that's... It's like, here is... This is as good as it's going to get for yeah. Frank Castle right now. Dang. Um, and it's it's emotional. Like, it's, it's just crazy that they made The Punisher, a guy that kills criminals and has zero remorse about it, mm-hmm. a really compelling character. Like, that's a feat. That is a feat. In and of itself, yeah. you know? Um, and they really dive deep into that in season two. Um, the I think the biggest criticism I've seen and one that I can agree with about season two yeah. is that it, I, it often feels like its focus is split. There are essentially two antagonists going okay. on throughout the season, and they just, like, one never really kind of overtakes the other like they're always just there Hmm. they're both there going on at the same time which is interesting because then you have frank castle kind of having to deal with one thing while simultaneously having to deal with something else yeah 
Um, so, like, in that sense, I think it works. It's just that, you know, things would get interesting with, like, one of those plot lines, right? Yeah. So, like, uh, one of the villains is like, Billy Russo. Okay. Like, from season one. Yeah. J- Jigsaw. Um, and so, like, things would develop really well there. And then it'd be like, oh, we're going to go over here now. Hmm. And so it's kind of like, oh, but we're just getting somewhere yeah. that's really good with this. And now we're going back to this guy. But at least this is cool, too. So, like, you know, it, it was okay. I, I think they should have, if they wanted to go with sort of that d- dual antagonist route, they should have finished one of those storylines by, like, episode eight. Hmm. So then they have right. the rest of them. Because I think there's 13 episodes. So then they have the rest of the time to focus, you know, on another one. Whereas they're kind of going on at the exact same time throughout the whole season. Yeah, um, makes sense. And I'm trying to think of what else without spoiling things. Um, I think season one is better. Okay. Um, but I still think season two is really, really good. Um, like definitely worth the watch. Uh, trying to think. Um, yeah, a lot of good kills. <laughs> a lot of a lot of John Bernthal just doing his primal roar. Like, <laughs> like it's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh. <laughs> What else we got in there? I think that's all I can say. There's one thing that I loved about the season, and it's not necessarily a spoiler, because I'm sure if you were to watch a trailer, but I never watched a trailer for season two. Okay. I'm sure that it would, it would reveal that, but I'm just not even going to bring it up. Um, there's there's just a really cool relationship at play during season two that I was like, oh, I don't want this at all. Yeah. And then I was like... Nope, I'm here for this. This is great, <laughs> and that, and I don't mean like a romantic relationship, just like a character relationship yeah. that goes on throughout the season. It's it turns out to be really really cool. Um, well, well, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I tried to be super vague just because well, I, I I went I went into season two totally blind. Yeah, being like I I remember the things that happened in season one. I remember how it ended, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't seen any trailer for, se- for season two. Like, didn't even know it was out, mm-hmm. and was like, oh sweet, I'm gonna watch this, yeah. and literally just watched it over the whole weekend last weekend. Dope. Um, no, I mean, what I do pretty I think soon. I, I think I finished it in like two and a half days. Cool. So yeah, Punisher season two, it's great. Watch it, support it, so that Netflix won't cancel it. Yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, with all because that's all we. It's got such left, a good Daredevil. show. Like it's actually so good. Oh, it's yeah. better than I think both seasons of Jessica Jones. Um, it's not better than Daredevil. Daredevil is. You know, I'm kind of glad that Netflix started canceling some of these god-awful shows like the Iron Fist. Iron Fist and Luke Cage, I'm totally fine with. Defenders. Yeah. The Defenders, uh, a lot of cool ideas I think in there. Luke Cage had a lot of potential, and I'm kind of sad it went away, but it was never... I never finished season one. I just couldn't bring yeah. myself to. And I heard the villain ended up being like really dumb. Was it Mahershala Ali the whole time? No. Okay. Um, But uh, Jessica Jones season one was my favorite of all of the Marvel shows. It was yeah. my favorite season until Daredevil season three, oh. which is just phenomenal. Yeah, we've <laughs> like, talked about this before, but Daredevil season three is oh unreal. Oh my gosh. I the fact that, that the they time. canceled it. It makes me so sad. <laughs> like they'd set it up perfectly for a fourth season. Ugh. And it was so upsetting. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to end on that sad note. Yeah. Um, let's, Let's cut it there. <laughs> Watch Punisher season two. Yeah, support it. Support please. the creator. Support John Bernthal. He's so good. Yeah, so good. Um, slate for next week. You said Polar, right? Yeah, Polar. All right, Mads, well, Mads Mikkelsen. We'll watch Polar. Netflix I don't really original. Know. Dude, I was gonna watch the movie Serenity, but I've seen it's been getting bad reviews. Is it on Netflix? It was. Uh, no, it's it's out in theaters right now. Oh. It's McConaughey. It's like a psychological thriller. Interesting. 
Um, it's McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, I think. Huh. But it's getting bad reviews, which sucks. Um, I might still go see it. You know what you should watch? The huh. Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. Dude, I really want to see that. So me, Ben, and John watched it last weekend. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So entertaining. Fire Festival also... So yeah, Fire Festival and Polar will be our two movies for next week. It, like, it was so... Because inter- it was just one of those things where, like, I was watching Punisher. I'd, like, just started, like, literally just finished the first episode. Yeah. They came over. We started watching a little bit of the second episode. And then we're like, all right, y'all want to watch a movie or something? And so we're just scrolling through. And I was like, oh, Fire Festival documentary. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what's Fire Fest? And I was like, you've never heard of Fire Fest? <laughs> like, you didn't hear about this, like, yeah. two years ago or whatever? And like, no. I'm like, all right, we're watching this. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, man. I'm watching that for sure. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.